Kevin Cerrito here reminding you that nobody talks wrestling on the radio like me and my tag team partner, Dustin Starr, every Saturday at 11 a.m. on Sports 56. Don't believe me? Ask WWE Hall of Famer, Handsome Jimmy Valiant. From Memphis, baby. Oh, Mr. Booker Wooker, man. Feel good. Hey, baby, I want to tell my people, all my brothers and sisters, don't you dare. Miss Fox 56 WABQ Radio with Justin Star and yours truly, Kevin Durando. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of Rhythm and Bruise. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin Five Star. It's time to talk wrestling on the radio. Welcome to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. I am your host, the pro wrestling writer for the Memphis Flyer, Kevin Cerrito. Joined alongside, as always, my tag team partner, your Grizzlies MC, your Memphis Redbirds MC, Dustin, wearing a Bill Superstar, five-star. Oh, yeah. What's up? You got a Bill Superstar... Dundee, dude! On today. It's the fifth day of the fifth month. It's not Cinco de Mayo. Yesterday was Star Wars Day. Today is Five Star Day. <laughs> oh, so you're happy Five Star Day, everybody! So you got the Superstar shirt as well because he's Playing he's tied in. Yeah, of course. To the uh, Five Star Day, happy Five Star. And it's day not too. the Superstar. It's the Superstar. <laughs> yeah, it's Five Star Day, man. It's good to be here. A lot of wrestling to talk. Had a big action packed night last night with. Wildfire Tommy Rich, Doug Gilbert stepping in the ring in a tag team match against Jerry the King Lawler. You missed the king in action. And his tag team partner, Grandmaster Sexay, Brian Christopher. Happened last night in Ripley, Mississippi. The new too cool father's son. (laughs) I don't know. The king, he didn't quite have the dance moves that Brian Christopher did. They didn't try the dance? They didn't try the dance? No, no dance. Wait, wait, who did you wrestle? I wrestled in a tag team match. Um, Handsome Jimmy Valiant's son, the Boogie Boy. Yeah. At him. Oh, in a tag team. This is yeah, so, now, many t- so many tag matches. It's like WrestleMania. Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm, let's not even talk about that. How long these these shows are? But the footage is that all show long. just last night oh was longer gosh, than they, WrestleMania. <laughs> some of these shows, man, they go five hours. Seriously, what? really? It all it all depends. But yeah, it's all on Five Star Fan Cam. So go to YouTube and look up Five Star Fan Cam, and you can watch the latest. Be sure to subscribe so that way you can get the notifications when something new is posted. Because we're always posting behind the scenes and especially, you know, uh, matches. Everybody wants to see the matches. Right. Uh, all right. So here's what we got coming up. Here's what's on the card today. Andrew Goldstein, who, oh, yeah. of course, uh, former creative team member for WWE, joins us before every pay-per-view. And just like that, we're just recovering from the greatest Royal Rumble, which is not technically a pay-per-view. Uh, we uh, will be talking about Backlash tomorrow. 
uh, is coming on pay-per-view. It's got an interesting card. It feels like we haven't talked to Goldstein in a while. Has it been since WrestleMania? Since before WrestleMania because we're down down to one pay-per-view a month, finally. And uh, Backlash is happening, the first co-branded one. And they're really pushing the Raw plus SmackDown stuff. We'll go uh, through that card. And maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see what he thought about the greatest Royal Rumble um, as well. So uh, that's all still to come in this hour. But we're going to talk about the biggest story in the history of our sport. But before we do that, Dustin, you got anything you want to plug? What else you got? You wrestled last night. What else is coming up? Yeah, so next Friday we're back uh, in, in Mississippi near Tupelo at the Ashland Fair. That's a fair that they do every single year. They set up a ring right in the center of it. It kind of reminds you of the old uh, Mid-South Fair, kind of. Uh, but yes, yeah, so it's a traditional up. fair. The fair it's is traditional in the air. Fair. We're there every single year, and they have a big wrestling event. So last year, I played with a monkey. Um, one year, wait, I hold a... on, wait, wait, you did what? <laughs> yeah, you wrestled a monkey. I did not them? wrestle a monkey because sometimes there's 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 uh, Peter would be <laughs> animals nearby, you know, where you can like play with the pony or whatever. Gotcha. And they had a freaking monkey, which was super cool. I got pied in the face by a clown. Uh, so did Maria. Doink. Wasn't doink. Right. Thankfully, I would have beat him up. But there's all sorts of fun stuff that happens at the fair. So that's going to be in Ashland, <laughs> Mississippi. Also, next Saturday, we're going to be back at AutoZone Park. It's fireworks night. So if you haven't checked that out on Friday nights, uh, me and Maria are uh, hosting the Memphis Redbirds game. So that's a big one. And then, of course, um, mentioned that. We had Tommy Rich and Doug Gilbert in the same ring at the same time last night. That was crazy. So for those listening, you, you're Berea, you're at every single Redbirds game? Almost. I would say about 90% of them. So our typical schedule is going to be Thursday through Saturday. But then, of course, we do some Sundays and we're going to do all the holiday games. We have Memorial Day coming up. And then also we're the going to have ones, yeah. some big news coming up near 4th of July. Hint, hint, wink, wink. So if there are fireworks on the schedule, y'all will be there. Yes. Every Saturday night is fireworks. And I'm not talking about these just these little fireworks. You know what I'm talking about. Five works. Huge fireworks. Five works. We can call them five works. (laughs) Today on this Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, we can. Five star day. So what? So Cinco de Mayo. We, you know, you're supposed to go drink margaritas and eat Mexican food. What are we supposed to have on 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 five star day? What are we supposed to get? Michelob Ultra. Mick Ultra, <laughs> Mick Ultra's the drink you drink, and yeah. chicken, like chicken. real baked chicken. We could have Jerry the King Lager, and some. <laughs> and so, you hated that, the pa- or or the the. I, I enjoyed it. I'll drink a Jerry the King Lager and a margarita today, and a Mick Ultra to celebrate Five Star Day. But a My Maria Margarita, baby. I guess I'm asking on Five Star Day, we baby. Potato fries. And Poncho's cheese dip, though, right? You have yes. Poncho's cheese dip instead of just your chips and salsa. You have Poncho's cheese dip. Yeah. So anybody that's out at Memphis and May that's wearing their ponchos, be sure to bring your ponchos because you can use both. You can't sneak in ponchos, <laughs> but but the uh, I bet CJ booking, could. We're booking this holiday here. <laughs> we're booking your holiday for you. Now, so we usually, got, usually we are wrestling on Five Star Day, but this week it's a Saturday. We're actually off. It's incredible. There's we're not a show off. tonight. Nope, nothing's going on because. Like so, you're so wait. So you no Redbirds? No Redbirds tonight. No, okay. no Redbirds. I believe until Saturday. And no, and no wrestling show. No wrestling. So what? Show. How do you celebrate then? So you're going to get your Mick Ultra. So instead of a margarita, you get a Mick Ultra. So just two meals today, still to come, right? You got to have lunch and you got to have dinner. I'll so probably one, drink most of my meals today. So, so one meal you can celebrate Cinco de Mayo. One meal you can celebrate Five Star Day. And so one meal you're going to have your 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 tradition traditional Mexican. Uh, dishes, and you're going to have a margarita, and then later on you're going to have ponchos with a Mick Ultra and some like uh, 
some of that powder stuff you're always posting it's about. It's called protein powder. <laughs> USP Labs protein powder. Yes. I put that in my food or what do I do with You that? can mix it up in your beer. Just Why mix not? it up? <laughs> oh, that would be bad. Oh, my goodness. Don't do that. Don't try this at home. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we will uh, start talking about payback in a little bit, but we got to start the show as we do. Um, every week talking about the biggest story in the history of our sport. Real, fi- real fast, though, i got to do a plug because our next trivia event is around the corner. The greatest Royal Rumble, of course, was last week in the Middle East. The greatest wrestling trivia rumble will be in East Memphis, uh, and it's coming up on May 17th, special 6.30 bell time because we're playing at Pimentos for the first time. Maybe we have a 10-year deal with Pimentos. I don't know, but I can tell you uh, women are allowed to participate in this trivia night. Wow. This, this, this is uh, um, unlike any other greatest rumble you have seen. First-time listeners are probably like, what is he talking about? <laughs> so this is a special wrestling trivia night where you will compete as an individual. It's an over-the-top rope uh, trivia battle royal. You can RSVP now to guarantee your entry. Go to CerritoTrivia.com. Uh, Find us on Facebook as well. But uh, even if you don't think you like wrestling, you should come out and hang out with all the bunch of uh, wrestling fans in the Mid-South. It's going to be a good time. Uh, prizes, of course, for the winner, the longest in. If you, if, you, if you dress up and best entrance and best name, so many different prizes, so much fun. 6.30 bell times coming up on May 17th, so be sure to sign up and join us out there at Pimentos in East Memphis. Uh, we're just a couple weeks away because we are in May already. So every week we do start the show talking about the biggest story. Of the week. Sometimes it's the biggest story in the history of our sport. So let's do that now. In the history of our sport, the biggest match in pro wrestling history. The two biggest superstars in our sport in the biggest event this sport has ever seen. The biggest match in the history of our sport. All right, Dustin. Um, now, we didn't talk about this beforehand, right? No. And we usually we usually don't for those people listening. Like, we come in here. We know... Like last week, obviously, it was going. It was just obvious it was going to be the greatest Royal Rumble because that had happened the day before. And See, it was a I huge think this one's event. obvious. You think this one's obvious too? I, I think so. What do you think is the biggest story in the history of our sport? Biggest story in the history of our sport this week has to be the big red mayor of Knoxville. So Kane won the Knox County Republican uh, primary by 17 votes. So he is following in the footsteps of guys like Jesse the Body Ventura. How far can he go, man? Got to be the biggest story. I agree with you. I, I wrote about it for the flyer. I mean, it was big. Uh, you said Kane won. I said the Christmas creature won. Well, whatever. Dr. Isaac Yankum. Uh, fake Diesel. Fake Diesel. What other ones did he Doomsday. Get? Doomsday was a good one. I really like Doomsday. Doomsday? I mean, Doomsday is very similar to Kane, right? And uh, like Lord Humongous-like too, right? Yeah, very Lord Humongous-like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Glenn Jacobs, better known as Kane. And we've talked to, to uh, many people. Um, on this show about it over there, especially Dr. Tom Pritchard, who who lives in Knox yeah. County and, and was one of the 17 votes that helped him win there. Right, right. Because he only won by 17 votes. No, he won the Republican primary, so he's not mayor yet. So that's in November, is that right? Right, so the election will be coming up in, in uh, traditional time in November. I've got to ask the question but, that everybody's probably thinking, how freaking long was this campaign? It seemed like this thing was forever he start yeah, it, right? I, know, right? I mean, it was like the longest ever. I mean, because this really is—he's not officially the mayor yet, but he's going to be the mayor unless something wild happens, unless the Katie Vick story really like oh, gets gosh. in the headlines. Uh, it, he's a pretty much a lock. He's as big of a lock as Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, Which that's not a good example. <laughs> that's not a good example. Uh, okay, well, he is a lock though. Because if you look at the the amount of Democrats and the Republicans that vote in that county, the Republican uh, is usually a, 
a shoe in to win. It's it's an enormous difference with f- between forty one thousand Republicans and eight thousand Democrats uh, voted in this past primary. So uh, running as a Republican, it just seems like whoever won the Republican primary was going to eventually become the mayor. Kane won this one. That's the big hurdle. He Got still you. officially has to win. So yes, like I said, if if Katie Vick's family comes forward and protests at a debate or something, then then yes, yeah, something it could be derailed. But they're or um. Or if all of a sudden, if all of a sudden, uh, Kevin Nash adds his name to the ballot as fake Kane. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Ke- yeah. Kevin Nash. Can- so is Kane, is he corporate <laughs> Kane for real now? So he is literally for real corporate Kane. I guess. I, he, he's got to be that. Yeah, that gimmick. So do you It's think- that gimmick, but he's more political Kane. But you know that he's going to have the Kane mask in a glass case in his office just in case he has to kick somebody's butt. Remember that whole storyline on oh. Raw where he would look at the mask? Do you think he's going to oh, have no. that in his office? And then the mask disappears and <laughs> here comes Kane. <laughs> okay, but but what is happening? Seriously, Dustin, what is happening? In, uh, uh, just let's flashback. Lawler, Jerry the King Lawler, try, he's tried to run for Glad mayor. He brought this up. Yeah. He tried to run for mayor. He has run for mayor twice yeah. and mm-hmm. lost. He, he, he can't win. Now his dentist, of course, uh, going to be mayor. But – I can't remember what year that was, but I remember being young and going, oh, my gosh, Jerry is really famous. He's actually going to be the mayor of Memphis. I thought he – I literally thought that the king was going to be the mayor of Memphis and uh, – Didn't come close. Didn't come close. But then, like, down the street from my old house, they had a Lawler for mayor sign in the yard even even this year. Yeah, I've got one, too. Like, I should – Memorabilia. They just have it out there all the time. But that's the first time I ever heard of a wrestler running for any kind of office or, or anything like that was – was here because it was Memphis, right? And then, of course, you had Jesse the Body Ventura. Um, you've had Rhino, of all people, the man beast Rhino. Didn't he run in Detroit? I think he might have even won. I, should I think have he might have won the primary. He got close, yeah. Well, the king ran for mayor inspired by the Jesse Ventura victory as governor of okay. the state of Minnesota. So I think Ventura was really the first wrestler to really like add some like legitimacy to it. And then the king, of course, during the it was the Monday Night Wars. It was the peak of professional wrestling uh, that the king, uh, inspired by Jesse Ventura, I guess, uh, ran for mayor the first time. And then ran, of course, again and really never got. I mean, he he never got in. Se- he never like came in second place even the the king. So right. he. Didn't even like, unfortunately, because he, I think he was seriously running for mayor, uh, those times, but some of the, it was like, a, it was a circus back when we had, uh, Prince Mongo on the stage with the <laughs> king and, and, but just, just think about like what other people, you know, we're always standing up for Memphis and, and even very recently, there's kind of been Memphis's war on the rest of the state, you know, like the rest of the state of Tennessee just doesn't understand this town. Like, what they were saying about us when Jerry Lawler was running, when we had those type of circus for mayor, right, right yeah. with Prince Mongo and Jerry Lawler on the stage, East Tennessee just elected Kane, yeah, the Big Red Machine, to be their mayor. So, like, like holy mackerel, are you are you kidding me? Like, you can't you can't uh, be be judging us anymore. What does this mean for wrestling fans? You guys are what sitting here listening, you're thinking, what does this mean for wrestling? Oh my gosh, Kane. I could promise you, you guys might be a little disappointed. I know you're going to be disappointed in this, uh, Kevin, but... It's great news. You could expect Kane to main event Monday Night Raw coming up real soon. <laughs> and during this period, I think I think Kane can get back on television for sure. Sh- Definitely. Think, I think, think WWE going- putting him on TV helped him 
you know, get more notoriety. He only won I mean, by 17 votes. Well, I think that they really helped him with that publicity. And, I mean, they sent everybody from Ric Flair. And I don't know that they sent him, but he had everybody he from Ric Flair, all sorts of superstars, you know, coming out and making these appearances. Even The Undertaker made an appearance. Well, his him. brother, of course. You'd expect his brother. Right. Do you think that the Druids got to vote? Well, that that could that be could the have 17. been the seventeen right there, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Figure out uh, the it's wild. So Kane is going looks like going to be the mayor, and which is I think good news. You're saying like you think he's still going to wrestle more. I think it definitely it, his, once he becomes well, mayor, boom, it's over. Once he's mayor, he can November, do some he's not wrestling. It depends minute. on how big this is because WWE would definitely want to use that for publicity. I mean, they used it for Jesse the Body Ventura. I mean, obviously he refereed a SummerSlam main event while he was I think it was while he was the governor of Minnesota. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, so they could do anything with this, but I would expect to see Kane back on TV at some point, even if it's not all the time. Just to sprinkle him in there, uh, show him a little bit of love. But once he becomes mayor, he's going to have to be dedicated to that to that county. Now, was there a number two on your list at all for the biggest story in the history? No, of that our was sport? it. I mean, that was that. It's that is a, a huge wrestling story that's going to have some like this guy Kane main evented. The, he was in the title match at the Royal Rumble this year. Yeah, that's what he, I mean. Yeah. He wrestled like the week John Cena the week before WrestleMania on on television. Like, uh, he is, he has been around during this campaign, and I do agree with you. I think we're going to see him before uh, he actually becomes mayor. But once he becomes mayor, Kane's not going to be a referee. It was funny. And is um, the mayor going to be, is the mayor going to be wrestling on, on television? I oh don't know. Oh my gosh, he could, he could. Um, I saw where they were calling him former pro wrestler. So one of the news stories said former pro wrestler. Well, that's misinformed. Jacobs. Yes, definitely Unless he retired, uh, if he said he was going to retire the the day he was elected, but he's definitely not a former professional wrestler. He's had two high profile matches this year. Well, let me give you a number two. You want me to give you a number two? You think there's another story? Well, there's another big story, and this is going to be to some of the smart wrestling fans out there. And I don't mean whether you're smart or dumb. I mean like you are internet smart. You watch the wrestling. Chris Jericho made a return to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He attacked NATO, and uh, for those of you who may or may not be familiar with NATO, Dave Meltzer has rated three or four of his uh, matches as five-star matches. So NATO's kind of a big deal in New Japan. So Jericho made a return. You know, he was at the Greatest Royal Rumble just, uh, what was that, last week? Was that last week or two weeks ago? The Greatest Royal Rumble. We're eight days removed. Yeah, last week, and then now he's back in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Not on the level of the Glenn Jacobs story or the Kane story, but definitely something to mention, uh, Jericho back at New Japan Pro Wrestling. So you're saying Jericho might soon be the prime minister of Japan? Could happen. It could happen. <laughs> oh my gosh! He's running for running for office. So so I, it's it's something. I mean, the idea that Knoxville has a, a professional wrestler as the mayor before us. When they announce how does that, him, make you feel when they when they announce him as the mayor. Do you think they think they're going to say that's gotta be that's gotta be Kane? Maybe you remember that. Do you think? Do you they think tore the door off the cage? Do you think the the debates will be held inside a, a cell? Ooh, that'd be a great. Uh, well, you know how every single debate ends inside a WWE ring. So it's either a choke slam through the table, a table gets flipped, something's going to happen. How many people will Kane set on fire with his superpowers? <laughs> hopefully, is that? Oh, hopefully nobody. He could be. <laughs> that could be uh, grounds for impeachment. I would think. I don't know. You got to do quite a bit to get impeached nowadays, right? You probably do. That is. (laughs) (laughs) 
We are literally sitting true. here talking about Kane, right, the big you, red machine, going to be the mayor of Knoxville. Right. Jerry Lawler's dentist. Don't forget. I mean, this guy, has he has had a very interesting career path. So many Memphis ties. So many Memphis ties. So many Memphis gimmicks. He has wrestled on all these gimmicks in Memphis because I was putting this post together for the Memphis Flyer, and I'm like, okay, he actually was here as fake Diesel, too, and mm-hmm. – like, he had so many gimmicks before finally settling on the Kane. But, of course, the Kane gimmick changes, too. Uh, very Foley-like because you got Corporate Kane you got uh, yeah, and Demon you, Kane. You can listen to some of the podcasts out there about the Kane character supposed to be, uh, you know, just a couple of months. He was uh, Kane was only supposed to be around a couple of months, wasn't planned to be a permanent character on WWE programming. And once he made the debut at Hell in a Cell, Instead of just feeding him to The Undertaker, he ended up getting over and beating The Undertaker. And this character that was supposed to be just, you know, kind of a bump in the road for The Undertaker ended up, now he's not only a big star, he's going to be a WWE Hall of Famer and he's going to be the mayor of Knoxville. Kane, WWE Hall of Famer, first ba- ballot, yes or no? Absolutely. You know Kane's going into the yeah. Hall of Fame. And and you listed, sure. you listed all these wrestlers who... Uh, became politicians. You left off the president of the United States. He is a WWE Hall of Famer. You left him off the list. I was going to make a joke about uh, Demon Kane with <laughs> Satan Trump or something like that. What kind of tag team could they make? But now in Kane's interviews, he has talked. He's talked good about Trump and what Trumps have been able to do. And I don't want to get into a big Trump thing here, but yes, Hall of Famer, wrestling Hall of Famer. Yeah, Donald Trump. All right. Uh, so coming up, we're going to talk about. We got to name that tag gonna- team. Trump and Kane. Help us name that tag team. Um, Be nice. Hmm. <laughs> All right, I'm going to need a couple minutes on that one. <laughs> tweet us. Yeah, tweet us. I'm at Serena Dustin's at Dustin Star. If you if you have a uh, idea for that team, I just I can't. Kanye can be the manager. Who? Kanye can be the manager. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man, they would uh, for sure. That would be for sure. that. That could happen. Anything could happen. can happen at this point. Anything, but there's something about. I mean, Jesse Ventura, who was a a, a much bigger crossover star and, and tremendous on the on the microphone, you know, because Ventura was also like in Predator and stuff like that. Kane that, was in some movies. He was in some see WWE. No films. Evil. Hey, I will, <laughs> hey, seen I will tell you, See No Evil was pretty freaky, man. It was pretty scary. You saw See Kane no evil. looked great as a as just a monster horror. Uh, what do you call it? Horror it's horror uh, villain heel or guess, whatever. Or yes, villain. <laughs> Now, that was back when the cane first lost his hair. The front of his hair was shaved. He was just jacked in great shape and carried around that hook. If you haven't seen it, take a look at it. It's pretty good. All right. If you want to uh, check out some videos and stuff of it, up, check out MemphisFlyer.com. Go to the WrestleMe blog. I got a post up. Christmas Creature uh, is going to be the mayor of not. You think the Christmas Creature, like at the end of the Knoxville County Parade this Christmas, it'll be the Christmas Creature instead of Santa Claus? Or do they both make an appearance? Well, maybe the they're parade? a tag team. You can't take away. That Santa would be Claus. like a what? That would be a. You got a Christmas put, creature wants to take him away. Have you watched some clips? He well, does not like Santa Claus. It's got to be an addition too, right? CJ, you can't get rid of Santa Claus. But the Christmas creature's the mayor. He makes the decisions. <laughs> That's true. No, you you got to keep Saint Nick around. But they they could be the they could be the new Cesaro and Sheamus, right? Like two guys who just haven't been getting along. Oh, uh, you know, you, Christmas creature Santa over the years haven't got along very well. But let's put them together as a tag team and see what they can do. Another Memphis tie. Santa Claus never lasts too long on Memphis wrestling. Every Christmas <laughs> episode, he's taking a guitar to the head or something. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to start. Uh, we'll preview uh, 
payback? Is it payback or backlash? Backlash. Whatever it is. It's a confusing paper. It's payback lash. But is payback's done, though, right? It's done. It's off the schedule. It's not happening. Maybe it will next year. I don't know. Uh, We do already have a Teddy tweeting us a tag team name, Axis of Evil. For Trump and uh, Kane. Not bad. That's like that's like a real that he came up with a real tag team name. I thought it would be like a funny a punny. You think it'd be some tag team name? More more punny. <laughs> Wait till Arnez tweets us. But we you, won't be able to read that one on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick timeout. When we come back, uh, we'll preview the uh, the pay per view. The wrestling talk continues as it does each and every Saturday between eleven and noon here on Sports Entertainment fifty six and eighty seven seven FM. Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Warning side effects may include wind prices, laughing out loud, high five, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right pickle scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now, back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. Welcome back into the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Of course, if you ever miss a portion of the show, you can uh, go find our podcast. We talked to Mick Foley recently on the show. That oh was gosh, awesome. yeah. Not only Mick Foley, but last week, Conrad Thompson from WWE's WWE Network, Something Else to Wrestle With, joined us, gave us a whole exclusive list of the topics and everything. Uh, a Cerrito Live exclusive, he called it. So be sure to go back and check out some of the old episodes. We have all sorts of Memphis wrestling superstars who have turned into WWE Hall of Famers, even current WWE champions. And coming up in June, we'll have WWE superstars again once uh, they return. SmackDown returns to Memphis. Right. SmackDown coming back to Memphis. I saw the ads up uh, uh, when I was at the Foo Fighters concert the other night at FedEx Forum. They still have Kevin Owens in the ads. There's a lot of different... A lot of different things because I saw another one where he wasn't in the ad. So I just think maybe they just haven't updated stuff or maybe we'll get a surprise. Well, when we're outside, well, is it a surprise if he's in that? But the outside the FedEx forum, there was, uh, it was Sinsuke, AJ, and Randy Orton. Yeah. Those three guys' faces. And then you got inside, they were still using the ad that had Kevin Owens, AJ, and Randy Orton. My question is, like, why don't you put uh, Charlotte on there? Is she not a big enough star to be one of your three? If you put three sure. faces on there, I think you? so. I think so too. Like, I'd put Charlotte. She was stayed on the brand anyway, so you have Charlotte, AJ, and you got to put Randy Orton for whatever reason. The well, because he's a big star. And speaking of Charlotte, the she, most irrelevant guy uh, at that stage of his career, like in the history of the business. Yeah, but Orton, Orton, Orton is a huge deal. He is. The, I know. That's why I can't understand it. I mean, I know. Yeah. I know your son loves him. I know uh, he's he does have a fantastic finisher that is very similar to he Diamond he Dallas. Might Page. just need to be reinvented a little bit again. And these guys need a little bit of tweaking every now and then. It, I think I think Orton uh, people still cheer him, even though me and you look at it a little different sometimes. They still cheer him, but Charlotte, 
She's actually she at, should. Uh, but I'm saying I would say like because Kevin Owens doesn't make sense to be on there. But I would put even Sinsuke Nakamura. I don't know if he makes sense to right. be on there more so than Charlotte because Charlotte that at least you can tell somebody like who is that girl? You could be like oh, oh Ric Flair's daughter. Oh, that is Ric Flair's daughter. She's yeah. the best female She's wrestler best. going today. Yeah. So uh, I think and they, oh I know Ric Flair. And then you can start wooing while you wait in line to go through security at FedEx yep. Forum. Woo! And to tie all that up, you can get the podcast anywhere that you want. (laughs) Anywhere that you get your podcast, go ahead and subscribe so that way you'll be notified when there's a new episode. Take the subscribe button to Slap City. Leave us a five-star review or just simply go to CerritoLive.com and you can listen to any episode you want on demand anytime you want. Yeah, so we are getting closer to SmackDown in Memphis. It's going to be fun, SmackDown Live. And you can listen to Charlotte Flair. Yeah, we have an interview with Charlotte Flair. That is a very good point. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun as we we approach that, and we'll see who we'll talk to from WWE uh, in advance of SmackDown Live in Memphis, of course. Uh, there's uh, not only because Dustin wrestling all around town, but you can also get, uh, you can see wrestling now at the Rec Room. They have wrestling twice a month at the Rec Room located on Broad Avenue. It's at 3000 Broad Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, during the wrestling events, minors are allowed. So as long as they are accompanied by an adult that's 21 and up, you can go see real Memphis wrestling at the Rec Room. Of course, the Rec Room, uh, one of the most unique spots in Memphis uh, with their giant 20-foot screens. It's the place to watch each and every uh, WWE pay-per-view. Also, UFC events they have on uh, there as well. You can uh, rent a living room area and play wrestling video games. Some folks were tagging me in some videos they did it the other night, uh, having some uh, you know some Royal Rumble events with their friends on the big screens at the rec room so it's so much fun there's no place like it they of course occasionally have arcade games uh, classic arcade games depending if they're they're working or not that involve professional wrestling uh that wwe superstars game they had for a minute was awesome i think it might be back up and running not sure uh that featured ted dibiase under the giant and virgil mean gene and miss elizabeth all in there that one uh, anyway, so live professional wrestling on the first and third Fridays of every month, the first and third Friday of every month at the Rec Room. Uh, do not miss it. It's only five five dollars wrestling at the Rec Room. It Anybody the- uh, that's been out to wrestling at the Rec Room, if you know a guy named uh, Hollywood, Hollywood's one of the performers out there. I saw him in the locker room last night, and I was talking some trash to him. Oh, Hollywood! So how dare you come to Memphis, Tennessee? And call yourself real Memphis wrestling without going through five star first. Oh, there was a little bit so of trash Hollywood. Talk. What did he say? His name's Hollywood, which is like the perfect name, right? Especially for Memphis, Hollywood. Right. That I was, love it. That was the name of the Three Six Mafia reality show on on I dig uh, it. MTV. But uh, okay, so so you're gonna? Did y'all get it? Like, did you uh, get it? Did Maria have to get in between y'all? And th- there's no ink on paper or anything like that. But there was a little bit of conversation. I'd like to trash talking, if you will, Kevin. I'd like to see it. I have I I have yet because I work Friday nights. I've yet to get out there. But I'm going to I'm going to pick a day and I'll let everybody know on the show. Dustin, we'll try, we'll go Bro, out there. Packed house. I've seen the pictures. It is packed in there. We will go out there at some point because um, I'm going to take a Friday night off. Be there, and we'll try to get everybody together. Uh, probably, yeah, maybe later this month, maybe the later, later this month wrestling at the rec room. Of course you can go out there tomorrow and watch backlash and here to help us preview backlash is a former WWE creative team member. And he now of course works behind the scenes on this new show from complex. Have you watched this up late talk show? No, I have not, but I will. Uh, we will talk uh, with Andrew about that. Now, Andrew Goldstein joins us. What's up, Andrew? Yo, what's up, guys? It's Open Late. Open Late, yes. Peter Rosenberg from the Cheap Heat Podcast. 
but he's uh, doing his hip-hop thing. It's a late-night show on comp- on YouTube.com slash Complex Thursdays at 10 p.m. All right. So, yeah, so that's uh, definitely Memphians, I think, would be interested in that for multiple reasons. Peter yeah. Rosenberg, of course, uh, from, as you mentioned, Cheap Heat, uh, big wrestling fan, but also it's, it's, a, it's a hip-hop talk show. Yeah, and, you know, we have a segment on it called Major, Mage, or Repug. So if you are a fan of Cheap Heat, you know Peter's uh, eclectic way of uh, of, of talking, his, his sort of, uh, you know, specific ranking system, Major, Major, Repug. So we brought that into the show. So there are little wrestling Easter eggs on the show. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it'll be fun. It's been really fun working with him. So open late, Andrew's working uh, behind the scenes on that show, open late on Complex. It airs every Thursday? Thursday at 10, but then it's, you know, it's, it's content. It's internet content, so it's up all the time. So you can check out our, uh, you know, we have four episodes so far. Just uh, type in Open Late in YouTube and you'll find it. All right. And also, Andrew, of course, uh, I'm a big fan of your podcast uh, as well. I just recently listened to the HQ trivia version because, you know, I'm a trivia guy. And you had. Oh, uh, yeah, Rogowski. Yeah, the, the host of HQ trivia was on your podcast. That was awesome. The quiz daddy himself. Quiz daddy, I like that. <laughs> he, he has so many names. Like, you, if you like that nickname, the... why don't? Why are you the quiz daddy? But I'm not. I love You're the it. trivia master. Yeah, I'm a trivia master. I'm the the. This, yeah, this not as big of a. Of Tarino, a trivia. we should get you as one of the fill-in hosts. You know, Rogalski doesn't do every episode. Yeah, do you, do you know anybody that's associated with HQ? We'll talk offline. We'll talk <laughs> offline. I could hook up. I think we just got him booked. <laughs> I, I would love to host HQ Trivia. HQ Trivia is awesome. It's that app. But anyway, the uh, I, Sorry I've Been So Busy podcast. You should su- subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. Andrew hosts that and has a bunch of uh, cool and interesting guests. I am a subscriber and listen. All right. So uh, with that said, let's uh, before we talk about Backlash, which is tomorrow, the first co-branded pay-per-view post-WrestleMania. So we get into this newer era of WWE special events. Last week, they did something new as well. They went to Saudi Arabia for the greatest Royal Rumble. Just thought we'd start the conversation with your thoughts about the greatest Royal Rumble. I watched it at work. Very productive <laughs> uh, work hours. Uh, no, it was, it was cool. It was probably a little too long, uh, as most WWE programming is. But uh, I thought the Rumble was fun. Honestly, I popped the most for Cena versus Triple H because you know, we're getting older, they're getting older. That's probably the last time we'll ever see Cena and Triple H square off against each other. So for nostalgia reasons, that, that's why I tuned in. I'm with you on that. I am with you. I don't think that Kevin is with you on any part of this show. I Looking back, and I also listened back to what we talked about, the, the only thing I think that people were really disappointed in was the guys that took part in the Royal Rumble. Because there were so many great matches, those guys weren't able to come back for the Royal, for the actual Royal Rumble. Right. I don't know if there's so, a way to fix that either. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, they were trying to to really sell the product to to uh, a kind of a new audience, to a new region of the world. And so they were just throwing, it was literally the kitchen sink. They were throwing everything they possibly could at this show. So everybody um, in that part of the world got to see what WWE is all about. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I didn't, I'm, I was a little... I thought it was a little weird that they, they promoted it so heavily and made it such a thrust of uh, the weekly programming on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, but, you know, it airs on the network, so they, they need to uh, cover all their bases. But it, it wasn't a great – It's nothing. there was nothing memorable from the show. Let's, let's put it that way. Right. Don't, yeah, don't, don't hype it as 
like WrestleMania 2.0. Yeah, and but, they were hyping it in yeah. that in that way. It kind of was though. I mean, it was it was a loaded. Card, I would much rather have it than not have it though. For sure. Okay. No, you, well, have- you you were so disappointed. You were like, "Well, why even do it?" Like, I would I would much rather have the event and watch it and have fun with it. No, yeah, I I, I was a big fan. As Andrew even mentioned, like he watched it at work. I am all for these midday. Right. Occasionally, have that March Madness feeling in professional wrestling where you have to like either watch it at work or try to take off and have a three hour lunch or a six hour lunch or however to cream in the whole <laughs> stay up all night like me <laughs> so i <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that part of it but you just got to figure out you can't be selling one thing and then delivering another it was a house show uh more so than it was wrestlemania 2.0 well the triple h john cena match was a house show match right andrew i mean the from start yeah. to finish it was basically a house show match but i think that's what i liked about it just the and I and I really did like the match, like you said. Well, if you yeah, like- I mean, we'll, I think I think we'll look back on 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 their careers, and and it's just cool that we have this match because how many legends have have uh, sort of had, you know retired or come to the end of their career, and you're like, oh, if we only got one more match between Flair and Steamboat, that's basically what we got, right? Yeah. Well, Dustin, since you like house shows so much, when SmackDown comes to Memphis. Next month, mm-hmm. you should just drive to Jonesboro and go see the Jonesboro House show. I could. Instead of going to SmackDown at FedEx Forum. Or you do both. Yeah, because one's Monday, one's Tuesday. We can do both. <laughs> right, we're talking with Andrew Goldstein, former WWE Creative team member, team member. You can follow him at Ainge Gold on Twitter. So let's talk about Backlash here. Uh, I'm not really sure even like what is the main event. I guess AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be your... Uh, possibly the match going on last because it is the one for the WWE uh, Championship. Does this feud end here? I don't. I don't think so because I think they are just scratching the surface with heel Nakamura. I mean, obviously that's that's where Nakamura made his name in Japan. Came over here, you know. Obviously, you want to introduce him as a babyface, get the crowd behind him. His his few weeks as a heel have been incredible, especially compared to how. Milk toast he was as a babyface. Like he he didn't move the needle at all as a WWE babyface. But his he, the the whole storyline with the low blows and the Nino speak English and the whole thing has just been. It's one of the better played out angles I can remember in a long time. It has literally made me a Shinsuke Nakamura fan. There you go. And it you're, has, you're a hater. Ha, ha, no, just hands down. I was not into the babyface Nakamura. Uh, it didn't fit for me, and watching him come to the ring, even with the entrance, it was really cool. Don't get me wrong, but at, at, eventually it was like, okay, I'm not into this. But then the minute he flips, now even the entrance I am into. Shinsuke is yeah, a man. heel. That's the way to go. The goofy facials, yeah. none of that worked as a baby face. But now, all of a sudden as a heel, those goofy facials and the mouth guard and the and the weird you know, body contortion, that's all, he, that's all great Muda stuff. That's all heel stuff. Right. That's all rooted in... Classic heel, you know, uh, uh, heat magnet stuff. Now he also has a very, very good opponent, AJ Styles. It's it's probably pretty easy to be a very hated heel going against one of the top guys in the company, and everybody loves the phenomenal AJ Styles. So putting these guys together like this, with the history, being able to put on these matches, it's perfect. I, I'll, I'll watch it over and over again. The yeah, I, I'm all in. The um... So I don't know who said this on Twitter, but somebody was tweeting because, you know, the WWE, the, the pay-per-view schedule has changed this year. They've dropped a lot of pay-per-views, and we've, we've mentioned that, that they just started that new pay-per-view last year, 
and they're not having it on the schedule this year. Great balls of fire. It would have been the perfect pay-per-view for the payoff. For great this. balls you end, of fire. You, you end this feud uh, at great balls of fire. Now I'm jealous that I didn't think of that. That's great. Shout out to that guy. Punny. Yeah. That's punny. Yeah, it's Good great. Job, so the uh, the uh, low blow feud continues. It's very it's very fascinating. Uh, if Because AJ, uh, AJ could win or Shinsuke could win and see where they go. But um, I could see a, a, a Shinsuke... Um, Daniel Bryan feud at some point. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't... I'll, I'll tell. You, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I think the finish could be. I think. I think AJ gets disqualified for a low blow. I think he tries one. The ref sees it, disqualifies it, and gets you to the next to, to get the round two, or actually the round three at this point, if you don't count Saudi Arabia. But well, now the referee. I think it's no disqualification. You know, it is no disqualification. Page made it no disqualification ah. as of Tuesday, so there's it's no holds barred. So my prediction, well, it ends yeah. with. Based on the trends from Saudi Arabia, it ends with a double low blow, and they both just knock each other out. Like the cage finish mixed with the double count out finish, what? it's a double low blow. They do? Can they do the double kick? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I don't think this is the time to flip the title just yet. I think we're just heating up with Nakamura. I think it'd be a little too early. So I put AJ over in a in a creative way to get us to. The, you know, to the rubber match, possibly at SummerSlam, the bigger card. Right, because maybe we're getting we're start getting a, an AJ versus Miz feud too uh, down the line. Because Miz, Miz needs that title. He need, he needs that title. Speaking, he's got to get it from a, yeah. he's got to get it from a baby face. Speaking so. of Miz, after this week on SmackDown Live, it looks like they might have him mixed in there with Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton for the United States title. Kind of looked like they were going Dude. in that direction. Can well, I just say that's also been a low key favorite thing of mine lately. The last couple of weeks of the four veterans in the you know having a storyline, you rarely get to see that. Jeff Hardy, Shelton Benjamin, Randy Orton. It, it felt, for me, it feels like 2000 and the Miz. It feels like 2006 all over again. But like, when do you ever see four guys with ten plus years in, you know in the business in a storyline in the WWE? It's that those guys and Dustin, you can of course speak to this. Those guys must be having so much fun. And oh, so when man. I watch it, kind of knowing the history i just watch it with a big smile on my face knowing that those four dudes are having a blast in the ring together yes and, and randy orton and shelton benjamin worked together way back in the developmental days at the original ohio valley wrestling i think uh, shelton was tag teaming with brock lesnar at the time and orton man yeah. nobody even knew who randy orton was he was a kid at the time and you're they exactly right together the guys that, that you wrestle the most like, for me, is Derek King. I've wrestled Derek King so many times. We're really good friends. We have a great time beating each other up in the ring. I know that sounds silly, but you have your best matches uh, with your best friends. I bet these guys are having a Yeah, blast. man. I've, I've, I've been loving it just for those guys knowing that, like, the, the off chance that you get to work with a guy that, you know, somebody else that, that's got 10-plus years of experience, you can kind of you can kind of just coast and have fun and, and do all kinds of fun, uh, you know, fun stuff. And they're probably joking with each other in the, you know, they're probably whispering jokes and cracking right. each other up. It's, it's gotta be so much fun for them. So it's been fun for them. So it's fun for me. So does Orton win the United States title back at backlash? I don't think, I don't think he, he needs it. Uh, I keep it on Hardy. He's so popular as a WWE baby face. I mean, it's it's like you know a time warp back to whatever 2007 when they put the title on him. I mean he's so over as a babyface champion. I'd keep it that way and keep you know keep all these guys coming for him. 
Yeah, that's in a one-on-one singles matchup. So The Miz, as you mentioned a second ago, Dustin, he's going head-to-head with Seth Rollins for the IC title. And... That's I, I get it, but it doesn't, Miz, fit, right it doesn't fit with anything that's going on. It's one of the there's a couple of matches on the card. That one being one of them. It's in the Roman Reigns Samoa Joe, which are these cross branded matches that you just can't figure out exactly they, why they're yeah. happening. Yeah, they kind of feel like they're, throwaway matches. They're so hard to predict uh, again because this is the first co branded pay per views in in a while. So uh, you know, I think the I think Rollins keeps the title, and I think Mid. I think they're just warming us up for Miz Daniel Bryan. Obviously, they want to get Daniel Bryan a big win. Uh, we'll talk about you know we'll talk about Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass here in a minute. But um, I think we're getting to Miz Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. I would love that. It's uh, of course it's, it's years in the making, and they're advertised for house shows in the UK. I believe there you go as as that's going to happen, but. As we know, like the advertise, the card is always subject to change, and they often just advertise these matches to let you know these people are going to be here, and they have no problem changing them. So uh, whether that happens or not in the UK uh, is yet to be seen. Okay, so we've got uh, these these very interesting mixed matches here where we don't know what's going on. Uh, so Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Like, The Miz could win and take the IC title to SmackDown, but, of course, it. the U.S. title then can't change shows by how it's set up, so that's probably not going to happen, and Seth Rollins is going to continue to have what he uh, a great 2018. Um, uh, this is going to be a really, really good match, but I feel like, I, I feel like it's a throwaway match because I've I think that there's no chance the Miz wins. Is there, Andrew, a chance the finish of Seth Rollins versus the Miz will be as good as the finish they had at the Greatest Royal Rumble? Uh, you know, I think the WWE creative is always trying to, you know, one-up each other. So uh, it was a great finish to, at, in Saudi Arabia. I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't get a read on what they're going to do with this other than keep the title on Seth Rollins. Because they're they're in the process of building Seth back up to the you know the face of the company, one of the top two to three uh, main main event guys. And he's and he's he's uh, it, since like since his entire year from the since the gauntlet match, even the Raw after Mania, he was the featured talent. Oh, he's delivering every single week in the ring. <sighs> and you know it's been you know a bit, to turn that guy babyface and for him to be doing this well. I mean, his promos are fantastic. His fire is fantastic. Obviously, his in-ring ability is fantastic. He, his, you know, he looks like a million bucks. I just think there's so much money with with babyface Seth Rollins right now. All right, the other cross-branded matchup is Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. Ooh, so I love I, this match. I've got to think that Roman Reigns gets this victory back. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, and it's a bummer because I, I love, you know, I was bummed that Samoa Joe missed WrestleMania. They, they te- you know, right before he got injured, they teased us with Cena and, and Samoa Joe, and I was like, oh, okay, we're finally getting Samoa Joe here in the WWE, like doing something significant. Got injured, missed Mania. Now he's back, convoluted between Raw and SmackDown. Now he's on SmackDown, and, uh, you know, he, he's embroiled in like three storylines. It's, it's really different. It, it, it hasn't been doing justice to Samoa Joe, but. You know he's come. He he's the same every week. He's he's been, he's a great heel promo, and obviously he's intimidating and backs it up. So I'd love to see him go over here. But the fact that he's on SmackDown, the fact that Roman Reigns is what he is, and we're probably building to some kind of 
final, final Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match. I think Roman goes over, but Samoa Joe somehow keeps his heat and takes it to SmackDown. And then we get sort of TNA, the WWE version of TNA with Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. I was uh, just about to say that. sort of your top two. Just about to say that. I agree with you 100%. And Joe being pulled in so many directions, one of those directions is AJ Styles. And they tw- they uh, they teased it a little bit on SmackDown Live. And I don't know anybody out there that wouldn't want to see Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. That is going to be awesome. Samoa Joe is feuding with almost everybody. He really on the is. Top of the but look at right the guys. Now. I mean, he yeah, literally, he's need- main eventing with all the guys: Roman Reigns, AJ Styles. Who else is he mixing? He was it up in that. He was in the Intercontinental Title match last week oh at gosh. the at the Greatest Royal Rumble. So he, I, yeah, <laughs> you need I a chart. It's, obviously, it's weird that he's embroiled in all these cross promotional storylines, these cross brand storylines. But I will say a little bit of it gives me tinges of, of flair in, like, 87, 88. If you watch his old promos from TV, he would literally go down the babyface roster and pick fights with all of them, not just the top guys. And so it kind of gives me that, you know, I always look for wrestling tradition in, in everything that WWE puts out, and so th- that's why I can get behind the the, the um, what they've been doing with, with Roman Reigns. He's just calling I mean, with uh, Samoa Joe, he's just calling everybody out. He's sticking his nose in everybody's business, which is that's rooted in in classic Ric Flair booking. Right, uh, Samoa Joe. He will be here in Memphis when WWE comes, and he was on the our show uh, yeah. back back uh, last summer. But it, it's disappointing that so that is a bad time for Samoa Joe to get traded to SmackDown because, of course, he was injured right before a Raw in Memphis his first time around. Yeah. He got injured in Memphis. Uh, right after that. Yeah. So when he comes to Memphis, there's some, something in the air and uh, something to do with the barbecue, I guess. All right, let's keep going. We've got uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. This is a, a interesting match because is it just is this it? The feud in here today and then Daniel Bryan's going to go in a different direction. What do you think, Andrew? How are you booking this? This is classic Vince McMahon booking. Uh, everybody <laughs> wants to see Daniel Bryan versus all of, you know, all of the dream matches. <laughs> And Vince comes into the production meeting and says, we're going to go with Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan, and everybody's <laughs> jaws hit the floor. Everybody breaks their pencils. The internet, the internet hated it. <laughs> the internet hates it. Everybody hates it. But you see, you, you see the logic. Let's get Daniel Bryan a, a really big, you know, a really big David versus Goliath win. Keep, introduce a new character in, in, in heel Big Cass. In sort of this incarnation post injury, he can keep his heat. You know, losing to Daniel Bryan is not a not a uh, insulting loss, and he and as a heel, he just moves on to the next babyface that he picks a fight with, and Daniel Bryan moves on with with a big a big victory under his belt. But at this point, I don't see Daniel Bryan losing any match except for obviously a TV you know a TV storyline situation right. in a for the foreseeable future. A tag team match on SmackDown. Uh, of yeah. some sort, maybe a six six man tag oh, match. <laughs> Everybody is but, hating this big cast versus Daniel Bryan. I like it. I, I I do too. I think I think it gives it gives Cass a big opportunity to be in there with Daniel yeah. Bryan, who is on fire. But I do think since Big Cass just made a return, it could hurt him to lose to Daniel Bryan this fast. Do you not agree with that, Andrew? I, I'll t- I hope they don't make him tap. I'll say that. I think he could withstand. Uh, you know, a pinfall just because Daniel Bryan's mo is he's he's such an incredible in ring performer. He's such a 
a David versus Goliath type of guy chops down these big these big trees. But if he taps, I think that yeah. is a lot. That that's a that that would be a bad call. Okay. Also on the card, we have Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley. We've, and we've got about five minutes left here on the show, so we got to go fast. Braun Strowman, Bo- Braun Strowman, and Bobby Lashley. I think I just gave them their new tag team name by mixing their names together. We have, uh Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, in a in a tag team match. Uh, what's wh- how are you booking this? Where 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 are we I'll, going next with Braun? I'll say two quick things. One, I think WWE just missed missed a huge opportunity reintroducing Lashley. They could have done some really cool vignettes. Instead, yep. he just showed up wrestling on the Raw after WrestleMania. Huge ball drop mm-hmm. there, in my opinion. Also, when I watch him and Strowman as a team, why didn't he? Why didn't you just make Bobby right. Lashley his secret tag team partner at WrestleMania? Thank and you. Go to town on on this gigantic monster tag team. Uh, you know, winning the titles. Instead, you had to do the thing with the kid, and then relinquishing the titles, and then having the tournament. It's the whole convoluted thing when you could have just cut it all out and, and started that tag team at WrestleMania. So the whole thing is frustrating. The only saving grace is that I love Sami Zayn. I love Kevin Owens. Obviously, watching them in Montreal was so much fun, watching them uh, be greeted by their hometown audience. Yeah. I think they obviously they're going to lose this match. It doesn't matter. Cause they don't need to win matches uh, as, the, as, the, as the heels that they are. And so, I don't know. I think it's just, I, I think it's just a placeholder for Braun until we get, uh, you know, farther down the road towards SummerSlam and, and see what the plans are for him. But I think putting the, I think Roman Reigns takes a step down and Braun, as the top babyface, takes a step up. And that's how I would book SummerSlam, is put Braun to be the guy who topples Brock Lesnar's uh, run here. That, that 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 would be great. But I, I disagree with both of you. I think the Nicholas thing so much better than Bobby Lashley. I don't think Bobby Lashley, uh, big enough name to pop the crowd the uh, nicholas stuff was very interactive all about it, how they reintroduce it, it did make some headlines it got the titles off of him pretty quickly i would have picked nicholas over bobby lashley as as my <laughs> tag team partner you're a huge nicholas mark and, about oh, yeah i mean i always have been i thought he should have won the greatest royal rumble never won the tag <laughs> team titles go. with him as your but, no, but seriously though i was at the foo fighters concert the other night and they pulled the kid from the crowd to play guitar humble brag yeah. No, I'm, I'm telling you, like, the yeah. but they're doing they're it's doing always, that. It, oh, it's a thing people do is they just pull kids from the crowd. They really pull a 15 year old kid and come up and play guitar. I hated yeah, it. It's always a, you're always the, the performer is always going to win when when there's crowd involvement and, and pulling kids. I mean, look at the junkyard dog and Bret Hart giving the sunglasses to the kids and you know the kids with Ted DiBiase, even though that's on the heel side. But it was cool. I just think like. All of this Michigan could have gone away, and you just could have cut. You could have gotten gotten here quicker. But either way, it's just going to be a fun match. It's fun to see those two big dilutes in a tag team together. So uh, it's fun. It's, it's nothing. I, I don't put too much importance on it, but I think the big guys take take the W. All right, uh, we are out of time. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Um, again, everybody follow Andrew at Ainge Gold on... I've got one thing real quick, yeah. Andrew. I know we talk about this a lot, but TMZ Sports is reporting... Oh, no. There are Hulk Hogan rumblings, and it could happen as early as Backlash. Yeah, my people are telling me that uh, the Saudi Arabian people really wanted Hulkster, and that kind of opened the eyes of management. Like, okay, he really is still in 2018 this global this global brand, and I and all obviously the work he's doing with the Boys and Girls Club, 
uh, speech he just gave recently. I think we're going to see it in the year 2018. Brother. No, no. All right. Brother, Andrew, brother. Andrew, thanks so much. We'll be watching uh, Open Late on Thursday night. And right now thanks on YouTube. So I forgot this technology is so great. All right. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> that is Andrew Goldstein. Follow him at Ainge Gold. Watch his new show he's doing on Complex on, on YouTube. We didn't even talk about the uh, women's championship matches. We're just like the the Saudi Arabians. No, no, uh, no women today. No what? No women today. All right, we are out of time. We'll be back next week at eleven talking uh, pro wrestling right here on the radio. Until then, I'm Kevin Cerrito saying so long from high atop Mount Moriah.